0: Welcome, everybody, to the Unlikely Brothers Podcast. I am Jake Johnson, also known as Big Jake, also known as State Farm.
1: And howdy, y'all. It's Addison Lee Thompson, the Honky Tonk Heathen. Thank
0: you for tuning in to this episode of the Unlikely Brothers Podcast. And we're live. What's going on? Not much.
1: Literally just wheeled in from the cabin.
0: Nice, nice. Drove
1: all eight hours from the cabin and threw my suitcase, or really my duffel bag. I don't take a suitcase out there. Threw my duffel bag in the living room and poured myself a Pendleton and water on the rocks and
0: logged in for us to record this episode. So very, very nice, sir. Very nice. Yeah. So we're at we're at in is the cabin. I mean, and obviously not the specific address.
1: But. Yeah, no. So it's in Louisiana. Okay. I will say okay. literally that much. <laughs>
0: oh, <no>. I'm, I'm... <laughs> hey, our, our bajillion fans—you don't want them. Uh, yeah, the, I don't want anybody know knowing,
1: knowing where that thing is. There's like maybe five no. people that know where it's at. All right, I, I, outside of outside of obviously like family members, but right. Um. Other than that, yeah. I'm I, I, I don't divulge yeah. that information. No. Because I don't uh, want people knowing where my, my spot is for mm-hmm. uh hunting over there.
0: Yeah, no, for when you gotta get and for when you gotta get away. You know? Once mm-hmm. once we go super big and famous, <laughs> we gotta have that we gotta have that, that spot.
1: It's funny, uh, one of so. my buddies uh actually jokingly said that uh when we talked about <laughs> really? that spot. He was like, oh, is that going to be your getaway if you ever get big and famous? And I was like, I mean, maybe, I don't know, you know, not a thought that's ever crossed my head. And he's like, well, like, you know, people can track down locations pretty easy. And I'm like, if you can find that particular place, (laughs) I will be thoroughly
0: impressed. Thoroughly, I will, I will sign whatever autographs you want.
1: It's kind of like my old uh, elk hunting campsite in Montana. Well, I guess not old. I'd still use it if I. You know, was back yeah, in Montana, or if I when I go back, good luck finding it. Right. I mean, I grew up in the woods. You know, our fans might know I'm an avid backcountry hunter and avid outdoorsman. And I don't subscribe to the notion of I want to be in this nice lodge with, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: with, you nope. know, all these, you know, third um, world amenities. I'm like, I, I just need heat. Way to cook, and I want to be near nobody because that's where the good game is, in my opinion. Yeah,
0: no, I mean, I, I'm the same way. Like when I go hunting, I don't want to be—I don't want to be comfortable. Yeah, when when I go hunting, I like I, you know, it, it, it defeats the whole purpose for me. I,
1: exactly. I've spent my whole life outdoors. I mean, if I want to be somewhere where I can get on Netflix, um, then I'll stay here at the house. And even when yeah. I'm at the house, I don't stay on Netflix. But you right. get my point. Um, I've stayed in one or two of those really nice lodges where, like, you're in BFE and getting high-speed satellite internet. And they're yeah. cool. I mean, it's a nice experience. But the whole time I'm sitting there, like, this would be so much more fun if we were in a friggin' wall tent right now or something. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <Yeah. laughs> oh, there's 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 definitely something to be said for... Yeah you know, hanging out and having to entertain yourself. Yeah, definitely. And it it definitely is, uh, is, is more relaxing, at least for me, you know, and it gets you, it gets me closer to the woods. It gets me closer to the outdoors.
1: That's why I fell in love with, uh, trapping and, uh, lion hunting as much as I did Mm -hmm. back in Montana and Utah and Wyoming and all that was because you can't get any closer to wildlife, right? It's originally why I got into it. You can't get any closer or more intimate with wildlife and the ecosystem that you're operating in than doing that. I mean, trapping is very specific. You know, I I think people are under the assumption that trappers just put down like a foothold and the animal just like walks through it, which uh, if you want to dumb it down, yeah, to a degree, but you've got to know how that animal acts, where they're hanging out. I mean, I you spend so much time looking for runs or a viable trail or a feeding spot, and then you have to set up a very discreet, unsuspecting situation to capture that animal because animals are frigging smart. I mean, they're, they're, you know, they're they're playing the survival game every day. So to just take like a, just to take a metal, you know, number three foothold and fan it out and just lay it in the middle of a trail, you're never going to catch shit.
0: No, no, not at all.
1: I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of planning and prep that goes into setting up a good, just single trap set. I'm not even going to say a whole trap line.
0: Right. No, you got to do your research. You have to, you know, like you said, you have to know. What hilarious. did you do on <laughs> okay.
1: this podcast? We were having a meaningful hey. conversation.
0: And then the riff. Uh, oh, God <laughs> dang hey, it. Turn your turn your phone. Turn your phone. There
2: you go. Okay. It's my first time. Uh,
1: we were talking it's about hunting. We keep talking about hunting. This guy already took a bear this year.
2: I yeah, did, did. On my birthday.
1: Uh, yeah. congratulate. That was a good looking bear, too.
2: Yeah, not the biggest, but uh Butcher said it's one of the cleanest he's ever seen, so I'm okay with that.
1: Nice. nice. Yeah. That was it was a, when you sent me the Snapchat, I was like, Oh, that's a I was like God, why do I live down south now? I miss bear hunting.
0: Well, because you you think you're a recording artist. So I know, right? <laughs>
1: Slowly <laughs> turning podcaster. I don't even know what I am anymore.
0: <laughs> all right? You, you, you're a jack of all trades.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: It's
2: a jacket.
0: So he's, he's a jacket. <laughs> so for those of you that that don't know, uh, you know, our, our buddy Jake just just decided to pop in. Yeah. You know, Jake is uh, without a doubt, one of my best friends on the face of the earth. He easily is as close, if not closer to me than most of my family. He has been, you know, someone that, that I can. Talk to and hang out with, and go to concerts with, and get all sorts of drunk and fucked up with, and watch make fun of Addison know.
2: together. And-
0: <laughs> we do, you know. So, <laughs> no, so Jake, welcome, welcome to the Unlikely Brothers. Um, Thanks for
2: having me. I just literally got back into town from an anniversary trip, so this worked out pretty well. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it did. So, where'd you go?
2: Uh, Orcas Island, Washington, San Juan's. Nice. Spent uh, two nights up there with the wife, celebrating 16 years. So we had our uh, had our honeymoon up there. What was that 13 years ago? We had to wait for you know a couple children to be born. But <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, went back up. Just spent a couple days, got out of town, and had a good time.
0: Nice, hell yeah, dude. Speaking speaking of children, how many do you have? I know there's there's some a million. Some That's if- how many he has. Iffiness there. There's some iffiness <laughs> there.
2: What, it was it would be you. one time because somebody gave me a candy. Okay, it wasn't my fault. I may have forgotten <laughs> about a child one time, one time, and you don't ever let me live it down.
0: Hey, it, but I have four children total. Go Got things happen once, and uh, yeah. I'll remember them forever. Like losing yeah, a four kids,
2: four kids, fifteen uh, twin, fourteen year olds, and a ten year old.
0: Nice, very nice.
1: So. so, for those of y'all that didn't do the math there uh summit as we affectionately refer to jake barely has any time to breathe much less join in on this podcast yep but I, I, yeah. i'm pleasantly surprised i didn't know y'all planned this this is gonna be fun
2: he literally just texted me 10 minutes ago he's like hey if you're home jump on i was like okay <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well because I, I, I knew not an were elaborate gonna be... plan no no it wasn't well i knew i knew he was gonna be off today so oh yeah, yeah, yeah. i just didn't know if he had any plans after he was off and nope. it, you know on my way back from the store uh i had shot him a text so hell yeah yeah so good okay, thanks i thought i'd give you a little surprise
1: no oh, thank you
0: you're welcome you know a little little welcome back to texas gift you get you I get know. to share the show with two washington boys
1: dude i got some buddies right now that are doing their thing uh elk in montana and the snow is starting to fall and yeah. it's getting colder and i'm just like ah damn it
2: <laughs> i got i got one day to elk hunt. i'm going tomorrow so hopefully i got some uh, insider information from a old timer local guy out lake wenatchee area and he said he's been seeing them in a certain area for the last couple of weeks so i All got right. one day to try and go get it done tomorrow
1: I was a little interested, I, I don't know, well, Washington kind of fell in the same group as the rest of the Northwest. It, as warm and dry of a uh, summer as it had been, I was curious to know how they were going to be moving come season, but I don't know about y'all, but as far as all the intel I'm getting out of Montana, they're pretty much just doing the same damn thing like they do every year.
2: Yeah, so we had a we had a really late cold push. Uh, I went five days for meal deer never saw a single shooter and then the last day we got it dropped to 32 34 so if we would have had that cold snap it definitely would have been better but we got snow in the mountains now just drove over the pass and uh so hopefully they'll be coming down a little bit lower because i got one day (laughs)
1: yeah no kidding you ain't got time to hook it that far up
2: but the unit i'm the unit i'm hunting luckily is any elk Okay so any, yeah. I can hunt any elk tomorrow, oh, that's nice, oh hell yeah dude
0: that, yeah that that drastically increases your chances of being able to find a yeah animal. there's
2: there's not a lot of them where I'm hunting, but I mean, I'm not gonna shoot a calf, but I definitely can if I want to <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hey, elk meat is elk meat,
2: yeah, it it's is. about the size of a big deer, so <laughs> but
0: exactly. Exactly.
2: If it was a, if it was a bigger unit with a lot more elk, you know, probably still wouldn't, but who knows? I got one day to do it. We'll see, we'll see how far my morals drop tomorrow afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: gnarliest bull I ever took was when I had one day to hunt. So you never know. Yep. And I, I, I went in convinced going like at most, I'm gonna get a cow. Like yeah. at, at most, I'm gonna get a decent cow. Get her taken care of and I gotta go back to work. I mean luck had it.
0: Yeah,
2: I got
1: it. Right
2: got a meeting tomorrow at six PM that I may or may not make, so <laughs> Well,
0: I mean if if you got one on the ground and you're trying to drag it out, you are not gonna make that meeting. Who's the no, no. who's the who's the meeting with?
2: Uh it's for a uh, new school. It's me and Kristen are going through uh right. through some stuff. right. It. Oh. It's like the final meeting of like all the information and t- everything kind of come in full circle. So I want to try and make it, but if I don't, it won't be the end of the world because I didn't go to the first three of them. So
1: I feel like wow. where you live in Washington, if your wife walked in by herself and went, well, my husband's got an elk down. I, I feel like where you live, they're going to be like, Oh, totally get it.
2: Totally. get it." Yeah. Makes yeah, sense. There's, there's, yeah. But if I get an elk down tomorrow, I got to go to Wenatchee and buy a freezer. So, Oh, so I don't know, have well, a I big, didn't Think about that. that. Yeah, mine's not big enough. No, no, it's not. Go not ahead, for man. elk.
1: No, nope. that's a if all goes according to plan after surveying the wildlife this weekend. Cause I, I really went this weekend to just kind of like prep for the season.
0: Yeah.
1: I got a feeling I'm going to have a lot more hog meat in my freezer than I am going to have deer meat just because the hogs were so hellacious big. this trip. Yeah.
2: Where are you well, hunting? That? What's that? Where are you hunting?
1: Ah, uh, c- the cabin over in Louisiana.
2: Oh, cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So went, went and got it ready, ready to rock and roll. Got some provisions stocked and made sure that the old uh, two seventy was still sighted in. Which, by thank God, they're expensive as hell. But thank God for Schwarzkopf scopes. I hadn't touched yeah. that. That particular rifle, I've got a couple of them. I've touched that particular rifle in th- two, three years. Went to go sight it in. I mean, just still right on.
2: Nice. Yeah, I took I took mine fresh out of the box. It was just a little Mossberg thirty out six. That's when I realized Mossberg's made rifles. Didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> went to went to Weimar and Spent four hundred and thirty four dollars out the door. It has a Vortex on it and shot true right out of the box and never shot it again until I shot the bear at 40 yards. So worked for me. (laughs) I've
1: got a love hate relationship with vortex optics. Because when, uh, I first started working for Rocky mountain supply and Dylan, I ended up working at the gun counter, right? Okay. Their primary vendor, we had other things. We had loophole and stuff like that, but their primary vendor was vortex. That was the stuff we were really supposed to push. I did more warranty work on Vortex than any other optic that we sold.
2: Just because they did, failed? or
1: Yeah. they were. They, so I will say this. It was a lot of their more affordable stuff. Gotcha. I mean, the cheapo stuff just failed and there was no fixing it. But it was a lot of their like mid-range, price range stuff. If, if you got the really expensive crap, obviously it held up. Yeah. it would be some guy like, hey, we were walking up a rock pile. I slipped the gun fell and all of a sudden my scope exploded.
2: Well that'll happen to any scope.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I mean, it but it also can't be blame like weird...
0: that on vortex.
2: Yeah, yeah. you can't blame <laughs> that on vortex. But <laughs> then I mean, it was like best.
1: weird shit like uh, we were given the torque specifications on the rings for the Bore site. Right. And I called the rep. I'm like, can we tighten it anymore? And he's like, if you go anymore, you're gonna crush the scope. But then we'd have a ton of people come in and go, hey my kid got scoped not because they were too close, but because the scope flew back in the rings, and you could
2: oh slide shit, back and, forth.
1: and like I said, it ah. was. Ne- I will say this about Vortex: it was never their really high end, expensive ass shit. Right, but it was there what right. any common guy like the three of us would buy. Where it's like, oh, it's a little pricey, but I'll take this because it's a little bit better.
2: Right. Yeah. Well, you get what you pay for.
1: You do, especially with firearms and optics. Yeah. That's why nobody needs to own a high point. You should not be buying a handgun for a hundred.
2: Dude, did you see that demo ranch video he came out with probably four or five years ago? Putting high points through the ringer. Yep. He, no, I did he not. He filled oh, the barrel amazing. of a of a nine mil with concrete, shot it once, blew the concrete out, and it ran flawlessly. Yes. No kidding. Ran it, oh, dude. It, go it look was, it up.
0: It was impressive. It was,
2: it was impressive. like okay, high points. I. Still not gonna own one just because I have better values than that, but <laughs> dude, he ran it through the mud and it I I think he dropped it from like forty feet or something and it finally broke, but he did he yeah. put it through the ringer and
1: I uh I, I foolishly bought one like as my first handgun when I was Like, as soon as I turn 21, you know, it goes. It's like, I want to drink beer and buy a pistol, you know. Um, In that order. In that order. Yeah. (laughs) Don't do that if you're listening to this. Don't do that. Um, But I bought one, and I'm telling you, man, like clockwork, third round out of that magazine, it'll jam every single time. And I can't, uh, if I tried to give that gun away, I couldn't get rid of it.
2: No. No, Maybe no, if no. I got an extra 120 bucks in my pocket one day, I'll go pick one up. Just no, I won't. Right? No, I'm just lying. No, I'm just you... lying to the people. I'll never buy a high right. point. I
1: had a buddy that yeah, had no, one. Do that. Uh, do that. I had a buddy that had one with one in the chamber, he's like every day carrying it. And it was on see, the that scares through. me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't do that, <laughs> but he had it on like one of the uh clip mounts under his steering wheel column. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. And he was sitting in the parking lot, and he kind of like pulled it out to look at it, put it back in, and he swears, and I I believe him because he's really not a guy that bullshits you. He swears as he put it back in, it just went off into his his
2: floorboard. I believe it. I've heard some scary stories about just random – well, that was that – there was a police officer, I don't know, eight, ten years ago or something. And she had it in her purse. It was like her just her everyday carry. It wasn't her department issue. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a SIG. And it just randomly went off in her purse as she was walking down the street. God. So, again, you can't blame High Point for that. It, like, shit happens. No, it,
1: it happens. My brother had it happen with a uh, Kimber, I think. My brother had that happen to him. That's why, you know... I, granted, it's a big, it's not really a debate. You talk to anyone in the tactical community and they're like, not having one in the chamber is just, you know, a mistake. Right. But I also know so many so many people that have had one in the chamber and it just went off. And I'm like, I'd rather risk the two seconds it's going to take me to rack around than.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Have it hole was...
1: in my foot driving down the interstate. <laughs>
0: right. right. Me and... uh one of my high school buddies we were we were about sixteen and we we had just got done walking this canyon to do some pheasant hunting and he's he's walking back and he's carrying his shotgun you know kind of across his waist, you know in the crook of his arm and not thinking anything of it and i I know his figure wasn't on the trigger like yeah. it i because i I was looking at him because the way he was carrying it. The muzzle was facing me at one point. Ooh, and I was like, mm, "No, we're we're no, no, not we're again. not doing that." Yeah. yeah, no, no. So he goes to move it, and when he lays it down in his other arm, it just goes off. Oh, and it blew a hole two and a half inches in front of his foot, the size of a football. I mean it it was that far from his foot and and all he did was he just he just set it down like he you know it it was yeah he just
1: you know and that's why you know if you're raised properly and taught properly about firearms you don't point that barrel at anything that you mm-hmm. are not willing to shoot
2: Oh yeah uh-huh.
1: I mean uh, uh, that is my Biggest pet peeve when I'm out hunting with somebody I don't know, or out at the range with people I don't know, is someone that's just willy nilly. I don't. I don't care if you don't have a magazine in it and the bolts out of the entire gun. You don't point that muzzle at anything that you're not willing to shoot.
2: No,
0: hundred
1: percent. Yeah. I, I Jake.
0: It. Oh, sorry, I go name. ahead. Go ahead. No, it's a no, 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 no. Okay. So I'm going to see you in a couple of weeks.
2: Yeah, and Addison's not because he had a booker show in Indiana. <laughs> got to go make money. Yeah. I mean, that sounds stupid. I know. So I know we'll what what do
0: we got going on in a couple weeks, Jake?
2: We have the second almost annual uh, Apple Valley Battle of the Beards in Leavenworth, Washington. Uh, that's yeah. that's how I first met Addison. Was It was at the same comp that you first met him, right? Uh, Beard on the Rocks 3- uh, and then, uh, got into the bearding community that way, posted one. It was that same year.
0: Yep. was two years ago.
2: Uh, and then I found out Addison was coming. So then I, uh, very graciously competed in the chops category and looked his ass. <laughs> I'm still
1: furious <laughs> about that because I had two losses in Washington that year. The first one was to Harry who Harry, that's a given. Harry, I love you to death, brother. You're one of my favorite people on the planet. But you didn't have to talk shit the way you did. Um, <laughs> love Harry. Um, and then hey, I'm like, all yeah. right, I'm going to Apple Valley. I got this locked up. Like nobody else is gonna rock chops.
2: Uh-uh.
1: You had the beard you're rocking right now. The night before at the meet and greet, even the
2: morning of, during even
1: the morning setup. of during setup, and yep. then I turn around. I think like right before I hadn't even seen you yet. I think right before we're lining up to go out and I turn and I'm like, what the hell is going on right now? Cause it's just ginger chops. Yep. Showed up at
2: like eleven thirty, twelve 1130, 12 o'clock did the initial setup and then went, uh, went and got ready. Yep. Sure but did. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So Apple Valley battle, the beards Leavenworth, Washington, November 11th uh, registration starts at three o'clock. It's at ducks and Drake's. Google it. It's a super cool little bar in town. Uh, Charity is a veterans nonprofit called tour of duty. They um, assist mainly in making sure that no active duty and or veteran that is late to rest is uh, unaccompanied because that's completely unacceptable. Um, but they also do a lot of outdoors hunting, fishing um, camp outs, um, stuff like that for vets and active duty. So uh, the founder and president has been a good buddy of mine since uh, high school. And he kind of spearheaded this whole thing. I want to say about five or six years ago, we had a, a local Vietnam vet that had passed away in a retirement home, no family, no friends, no nothing. Uh, and that didn't set well with Cortland. So he did what he did and shit, I think there was 1200 people there. Um, a bunch of motorcycle clubs from across Washington, Oregon, Idaho, showed up for it. Um, it was a, it was a really cool thing. So the, second i figured out what bearding was all about i uh hit cortland up and so this will be the second one uh got uh wenatchee valley brewery on board donated a keg of some very delicious beer so if you guys are beer drinkers every single pint uh goes to the charity got a bunch of raffles set up right now uh come hang out it's a good time
1: and by the way if you are into bearding uh two-prong plug for this here If you are part of the bearding community, you need to go to this comp because it's an awesome, intimate, small comp. If you are not in the bearding community and you're interested or you're kind of wondering what the hell are these guys talking about on this podcast and the other bearding (laughs) podcast, that's a great one to go to because it's not. Some of these big comps can be really intimidating if you're not part of the community. For sure. yeah. Apple Valley is the perfect one to go to because it's very intimate. Everyone that goes, not that there's anyone that really sucks in the bearding community, but everyone that goes is super duper awesome.
2: Well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you said that, not me. <laughs> yeah,
1: but Apple Valley is a great one to go to because it's so small, yep. it's so intimate, and just it's for a great cause, and it's a great.
2: Yeah, we're running. Uh, we're just running the ten basic categories. Um, kind of get. I I like running the smaller category. Well, the smaller basic categories. Um, I've been to a few comps where, you know, you're running 18 categories and it's fun cause you get to see a different aspect of bearding and get to meet people that you may not would have met because they just, you don't have their category. So yeah. I'm running just generalized categories that will fit 99.9% of the community. Um, I have some fantastic judges. Um, I think, judges got, I think right we got, I think we got the cream of the crop on some judges this year. So I'm really stoked we, on we that. Def- we definitely do. Uh, did you um, announce them? Uh, I did. Yeah. yeah. So I got Lisa Fosnott, who is uh, the current realistic whiskerina world champion. Um, mm-hmm. and then I got John Abraham, who is a previous world champion, I believe. Second place for sure. An yeah, amazing, know, team, know, an amazing know human being. Um, so Lisa's from the western side of Seattle area in Washington, and uh, John Abraham's coming up all the way from the Sacramento area. So.
1: Holy shit.
2: Yep. And then uh Corlin Martin, the uh uh founder, president, he uh also has a beard. Uh and he will be my third judge, so we're running three judges this year.
1: Yep. Very nice.
2: So yeah, it'll be a really, really good time. It's a lot we had a lot of fun the first year we did it and unfortunately last year there was a scheduling conflict with nationals, so I wasn't gonna try and compete with that. But I this year I said you know what I don't really care I'm going to do it anyway try and get well, those local Pacific Northwest yeah. guys that just don't want to travel or can't travel for whatever yeah. reason so yeah it's time
1: God dang uh, don't get me You're wrong Duke Cindy I'm coming for you I love you guys shit I wish I could do both.
2: I mean, if you would have talked to your uh, promoter scheduler over there, he probably could have got something worked out for you.
0: <laughs> I don't. I don't touch Dukes.
2: Dukes is uh, not, <laughs> not no. You parent. had to cancel that's Dukes last that, time, right,
0: baby? That's I it was, no. Duke. Well, yeah. there there's a, the Dukes. I remember yeah.
2: the last one okay. got canceled for something.
0: Something happened with Dukes
2: last last yeah, year, maybe.
1: So, yeah, there there was a uh, conflict uh, going on, um, but they reached back out and. I'm trying not to knock' them. no um they had someone in a position in the, in the booking position that really didn't know what they were doing is how I'll put it gotcha and, and uh we reached back out on a whim like hey we want to come back we want to play like this is a venue that uh me and the founder who has since passed r i p dustin still love you dude um he kind of brought me in at a time that I had no business playing that venue and brought me in as an opener. Uh, We had a great set, started bringing me back as a headliner. I believe our very first sellout ever as a band was at Duke's Indie. Um, That's where I met my wife. Um, Just, uh, we did the Western Sky album release party there, a lot of history in that venue. So when we reached back out on a whim, we were, we really didn't know what the situation was over there. and, uh, the current gal that's running it, who we just absolutely love, just basically was like, yes, we need to bring you back in. We feel like the bridge was burned. We want to mend it. We were like, yes, we want to mend it as well. And yeah. so we're coming back in with a vengeance, ladies and gentlemen. Duke's Indie will be there November 11th, and this will probably air after that. So I'll just have to give updates.
0: I mean, <laughs> maybe. We'll see. I mean, it depends on how, you know how the next few weeks go but yeah probably we got we got a few in the bank also yep. guess which one's loading or dropping tomorrow
1: is it hollywood
0: it's hollywood so oh, by the time by the time damn. anyone hears this hollywood are already be out will have already but, been out
1: yeah i got the clip today yeah. in our little text thread there
0: yeah it's a i i'm going to work on a, a couple more clips for it but well it's it, it's a good one it's a good one. I, I forgot how limb good from limb. Goes. Yes.
2: Right on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys. I'll I got to go. I got to go pick up right. my car. All, all right. right dude, good
1: to have you on here. I'll, just I'll back. be
2: back in an hour. If you guys are still on, I'll jump back in. But... All
0: right. Love, Love you guys. You
2: later, later you Summit.
1: <laughs> okay. So we were talking and then all of a sudden I see his ginger bearded ass down here. You can't yep. see it, but the platform we record on, we can see who all's like in the background. Backstage. Backstage. Yeah. Backstage. I was like, "What in the hell is yeah, Craig Lowe's no. ass doing here?"
0: Yeah, no, I knew I knew he was going to be off work today. Normally, he works on Tuesday nights when we generally record, so he's nice. not able to to stop in. But you know, I wanted to to stop by and give him a give him a plug. I may we may release this one next week, just you know, to because of the plug for the comp. Yeah. So, or Let's we could, it. you know, could do a bonus episode. You never know.
1: A yeah. little well, bonus episode. I, I, yeah. I think our uh, faithful listeners slash viewers have earned it.
0: They, you know, they have. They absolutely have. <laughs> With all the have. bullshit
1: that we put them through.
0: <laughs> hey, if they're still here after we got five shows out now and we got six coming tomorrow, you know, it's and we got three in the bank and we're going to have this one. So four in the bank. So yeah, they'll be, And we
1: got some cool other guests coming up. We just had to reschedule some guys cause life, life happens.
0: Life happens. And you know, we're, we're working on other guests as well. Yep. Um, so I, I have some, some interesting guests that are, are willing to come on and talk to us and, you know, fill our ears with all sorts of mumbo jumbo and, Fun stuff and hard facts and hard truths and yeah, indeed, it'll be it'll be super fun.
1: And speaking of this podcast, Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, I got a bone to pick with you. Yeah, Jake does too. Uh, what the? What happened to the Facebook group? <laughs> I, I don't know.
0: No, there was no notification. I checked my email. I checked all my notifications on on my Facebook. There was nothing.
2: So anybody
0: that was, anybody that was in the group, you know that that, that liked any of our stuff, uh, the, you know, sorry, I we, we didn't don't know believe what it. Happened. No idea, no idea what happened. Um, I don't know why, you know, because we we've, we've put the same clips out on Instagram.
1: Yeah, and, well, and yeah, yeah. Instagram, Facebook, it's it, still Meta. Facebook owns
0: Meta. Yeah, Meta owns yeah. both. I, so, I don't
1: know what because. Here's the thing is, uh, I used to be the member of a group called Drinking Bros, and they had a really, ma- they, they still do a really massive yeah. podcast. I don't know if you know who they are. When the original Drinking Bros got nuked by Facebook, from my understanding, talking to people I knew in that community, all the admins got notifications.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're supposed to. Yeah. We I've, just- I've had, I've had a couple him. groups that, that got, hey, this is strike one. We're yeah. going to shut you down. I, I got nothing. We
1: So for those of y'all that don't know that weren't in the group, um, we set up a Unlikely Brothers Facebook group. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we invited all of our friends and on Facebook and all that that we thought would be interested in it. We put up the same clips we have on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all, all of our social media platforms. Hadn't even posted a full episode in there. We had a live episode planned in there, and then that was the that was on a Tuesday night because we recorded Wednesday yep. morning. We get up, I'm scrolling through Facebook because we were going to do it on Wednesday. You know, going to post some clips in the group, and all of a sudden, no group. It doesn't exist. It, it's gone. It's in the
0: ether. Yeah, it, it's just it, it's bye-bye. So bye Facebook, just bye. So
1: Facebook, we want answers. Our our small humble podcast wants answers.
0: Yeah. I mean, we only had like 120 people in there.
1: Yeah. And we knew all of them. I think like
0: yeah. you and I knew all of them. Like, Oh, like, without a doubt. Like yeah. I, I probably knew all of them in person. At least Same most here.
1: We didn't, it wasn't like there were some people in there that you didn't know and that I didn't like, it was all yeah. people that you and I both know in person.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, we were at the the very beginning stages of the group. Like, yeah, that's how you build the group. There, but, there wasn't any traffic know, in know. it other
1: than crap we had put in there. I, I
0: none. There I've never
1: seen anything like that happen on social media.
0: Either, it's it's insane. Absolutely. Thanks, insane. Facebook.
1: We're not even going to start from scratch at this point. Nope.
0: Not doing it again. No. Nope. Not at all.
1: Nope. The definition of insanity is repeating the same act expecting a different outcome. The definition of insanity is repeating the same act expecting a different outcome. The definition of insanity is repeating the same act expecting a different outcome.
0: Of all times that I wish your laptop would have froze. <laughs> it was right there. <laughs> no, that was weird, dude. It was very, very weird. So you had a long trip back from Louisiana. Yes, know. very long. But
1: uh, you know what got me through it is a uh, podcast that I really love called The uh, Sean Ryan Show.
0: Never heard of it.
1: I uh, he's a former Navy SEAL and CIA contractor. Has some very oh, interesting wow. people. It started out as a a uh, lot of vets on his podcast, and then he started incorporating other people. Uh, still very military heavy. Right. So I went I went through uh, some episodes I had been meaning to catch up on some guests, and then I'm halfway through right now. What is his name? It's uh, Sam Childers, I believe. Uh, the machine mm-hmm. gun preacher. I don't know if you know who that is.
0: Nope,
1: very okay. interesting guy. Uh, yeah. very interesting guy. Uh, one percenter biker or former one percenter biker. I can't, I still am not far enough in to figure out where it is. They did a movie about him, but uh, started doing orphanages in you, uh, Africa, specifically, uh, South Sudan during that. Uh, Joseph Coney. Child soldier shit. And I guess like there was a bounty on his head. He's a born again, he was a born again, or is, but at the time had was still a born again Christian and having to deal with these crazy ass warlords while saving kids. It it, it is a dude. It is a mind, pardon my French. It is a mind fuck of an episode to listen to.
0: Wow. I'm gonna have to check that one out. I like to I like to listen to podcasts when I drive. Um, Yeah, when I drive is my big thing. Yeah, because I I found that on longer road trips, if I'm listening to the music, like I'm I'm you know each song roughly about three and a half minutes. Yeah, so I knock that down to three minutes. Okay, seven songs to play. I've driven for twenty one minutes. Yeah, at at this rate, I got nine songs until you know my exit. and and my brain just it sits there and just computes the time the whole time i'm driving but if i'm listening to a podcast you know like joe rogan or you know um dad bods and beards my buddy tyson um with uh copper john's beard company um he and his buddy logan have a podcast it's it's fantastic they you know just a couple of regular guys you know a, a lot like us and they sit there and and they they get into they get into some pretty heavy conversations sometimes like that they, and they're very very open about you know their mental health struggles and and all sorts of other struggles and and the success of Copper Johns and Logan is huge on TikTok so yeah so he but yeah no they they have a very good podcast and then uh, my other one is Two Bears One Cave. You know, Pons oh god, Ray you and, gotta love and two bears, and Bert yeah. So, but uh, those are my go to's when I'm when I'm not listening to podcasts about uh, but every episode,
1: <laughs> well, not every episode, but have you seen that deal that guy made on TikTok where he's like, basically, every episode of Two Bears, One Cave, and it's he pretends to be Tom and he's like, oh yeah, uh, my kid peed his pants going to school the other day, and then Bert's
0: like, you can't. Pee. <laughs> 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 I mean, when when Bert gets <laughs> when Bert gets worked up, there's I don't uh, know if there's a funnier like laugh,
1: high pitched, just, that it's just euphoric laugh,
0: and oh, it's it's amazing, it's amazing. So yeah, no, I I love love listening to them, and I some of my favorite ones are when Bert isn't there because Tom will make something up about Bert, Like, hey, Bert can't be here because he's getting his heart replaced. Bert can't be here because he's in Belgium getting his liver drained in some experimental surgery. Prayers to Bert. <laughs> Apparently that started trending on Google. No kidding. People Googled it so much that it, it was trending on Google like, Burt Kreischer liver transplant or something. I can't remember exactly what the liver one was, but, but that one, and the, but the way he said it, he was so deadpan. He was so, like, just, uh, he sold it. I almost Googled
1: well, it's it. Tom. I mean, Tom Segura is yeah. the king of that.
0: Yeah. Oh, his, his comedy style is fantastic.
1: Oh, dude. Uh, what was Isn't it? The uh, amazing. I don't know what tour it was. It was one of our recent ones, but we're here at the house doing prep, like, you know the two-day lead-up prep yeah. and we put on his new special that sledgehammer one.
0: Oh yes
1: i and I'm, I'm saying it's everyone the whole band's here natalie's here i think you were realistically i think you were the only one that wasn't here and mm-hmm. i mean everyone was on the floor just holding their gut they're laughing so hard yeah
0: oh it's hilarious absolutely hilarious he's, he's talking about his
1: uh his mom taking too many edibles and she's begging for her life. Going, Tommy, please. Tommy, no. Mm-hmm. I'm your mother.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he's he's a super, super funny guy. He
1: like, is. But on the adverse of that, that's why I don't listen to a lot of comedic podcasts. Like anything Rogan has, it's very serious topical stuff. Um Most that's of the why time, I'm, yeah. Yeah, anything Rogan has that's like that, I'll listen to. And I, I've listened to some of Rogan's more comedic episodes, and then obviously Sean Ryan show. I'm so big into that one because I'm a big stand up comedy junkie to begin with. So I'll just listen to the special driving. So if it's a podcast, I'm yeah. usually looking for stuff that's like what I was listening to to today coming home, like the right. very last testimony this guy's ever going to give on the Battle of Mogadishu, you know, Black Hawk Down. Like that's the kind of stuff I look into when I'm listening to a podcast.
2: Well,
0: I mean, you know, we all have our own, you know, our own tastes as far as podcasts. And
1: yeah. You know, and if you yeah. uh, enjoy ours, uh, good on you.
0: Let us know. Let us, Let us know. know. Comment, leave a comment, send us a message. Give us five stars. Please do.
1: And if you don't like us, it, uh, it helps keep scrolling. <laughs>
0: I mean, if you don't like us, still leave us five stars. Like what yeah, still the, leave what, us five stars. What's it hurt you to click? You know, you're, you're just pressing a button. You're just you're just pressing a star. Like, leave us five stars. <laughs> that's the oh, worst plug ever. Hilarious. You are. It, you are. It was.
1: <laughs> oh hell! Well, we got a big week coming up over here in the ALT Music Camp.
0: Yeah. What do you got? And oh, are, you're going in studio.
1: We're going back in the studio for a week.
0: Oh fun. When do you do that?
1: We go in uh Wednesday. We'll be there seven days straight.
0: Nice. To nice. our
1: home away from home, on the Blanco. Old Yellow yeah. Dog Studios. Love those guys. Great team over there and got a great producer behind us. So we're we're excited about it.
0: Yeah. So Yep. This this and this this record will be the an interesting one to hear.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to say too much before it's yeah. done, but the concept behind I I really shouldn't even tread that far into it. I the wouldn't. concept behind the album is going to be I, I know I say this every record where I'm like we're doing something totally different than what we've ever done. This really will be.
0: Yeah, this, this is so far out in, you know, out in left field. When when you and I talked about it, I I I initially kinda of was like, oh, I don't, I don't know. And then the more I you know, the more I thought about it, I was like, yeah, it's let's go.
1: Well here's how I here's how I look at it. We don't get me wrong, we we do tend to shake things up every single album. Sure. Right now, in my personal humble opinion, and I'm not knocking anybody, if you're doing great in the music business, you're doing great in the music business, and I am shouting your name from the rooftops because good on you. But there's a lot of people trying to copy other people's stuff that are very successful and a lot of similarities going out, which if that's what you like listening to, I'm not knocking you. You know, I want to do something really off the wall. I want to do something that isn't trying to copy anybody or sound like anybody, Um, which you should totally pay homage to your influences and your heroes. And I feel like I've done that consistently on the last Four or five records, whatever we're up to now, but I want to do something, and I think uh, our producer was kind of on board with this. That's so far out in left field that we're not even in the same ballpark. Um, but it'll still be a I oh, mean, yeah. it'll no. still be a country okay. record. Yeah. No, don't don't panic. It'll still be a country record. I'm not getting ready to put out a EDM <laughs> album. But um,
0: Addison goes pop. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: nah, but there's just you know a lot of that going on right now, and. If you like it awesome if you're doing it and it's working hell yeah keep doing it I'm just gonna oh yeah you, for sure I, I'm gonna for do what sure. I've always done do me I'm gonna do addison there you go
0: no it's gonna be it's gonna be a busy a few weeks you know I got that comp that I helped Jake with um yeah. you know and then a couple weeks after that the girlfriend and I are going down to St Thomas for a week so it'll it'll be my first uh like real like real live vacation in like three years.
1: Hell yeah, dude.
0: So, you know, every time I've taken time off of work, like it's to go help run a comp or go on a, you know, tour run with you. Like, so this this will be, I, I'm still going to take, I'm still going to take a mic. I'm still going to take, you know, I might take my little board, my little soundboard so we can record while we're down there if, if we get time. But, um, I, I think, I think it'd be pretty cool to, to do a, An episode where I'm sitting on the beach, you know, or sitting by the pool. So,
1: oh hell yeah, for sure. I
0: I I think I think we'll have to do that. If it, uh, you know, if if not a a full episode, at least, you know, do some some vacation stuff, some vacation shoots, or you know, some vacation footage that we can throw up on YouTube. So, but yeah, so you know that that's we leave we leave you know the day after Thanksgiving. So oh hell yeah.
1: We'll be in Arizona. Out on
0: a ge- you will, and my parents will be there.
1: Hell yeah, yeah. We'll be at uh, Sierra Vista, November 24th. Roadrunner, November 25th. we got to bomb it back to Texas on the 26th, because we got some stuff in the chamber here that will get released sometime next year. And then we turn around and wrap up the year December 9th at the Screaming Yard and Tap for Honky Tonk Christmas 2023.
0: That'd be a good night. That'd it be will a be a good night. It will be. Yeah. No, my my uh, my mom and stepdad have turned into snowbirds the last couple of years, so they'll be they'll be down in the Phoenix area uh, for Thanksgiving. So I told them to stop by the Roadrunner, and they'll they'll be out there.
1: Oh hell yeah! Do you also know who is also coming to the Roadrunner now?
0: Uh yeah. I saw your post (laughs) and then yeah. And then his mom shared your post and I commented on it and she's like, you're not going to be there. And I said, no, I'm going to be in St. Thomas. And she's like, well, I guess that's okay. then," Or something (laughs) like that. So, so yeah, no, that, that's, that's going to be an awesome, awesome show. Especially, you know, with with Ryan being there.
1: I know. I, I I just texted him on a whim. I was, going through some old clips and stuff for some pr stuff and I was like hey uh texted him i'm like hey what are you doing the 25th of november and he's like i don't know i was like you want to come play a show and he was like where <laughs> i was like right up the road from your house in new river he's like roadrunner i'm like yeah he's like oh hell yeah and i was like you i mean it's gonna be a stacked stage because we already got country on lead guitar oh yeah and then obviously, Johnny Boy will be there on Steel, but I was like, why not, man? Oh. Bring Ryan back for one night only. Sort of, well, not one night only. We'll bring him back any chance we get, but just yeah. bring him back.
0: Oh, big country and Ryan on guitars on the stage at the same time
1: with Johnny as well.
0: I mean, it doesn't trump going to the, the Virgin Islands with my girlfriend, but <laughs> in any way, shape, or form, but. If I could be anywhere else, that that is a very close number two. Very close. Yeah, it's gonna two. be a good show. So, yeah, uh, it's gonna be a great show. Speaking of great shows, we had a great show today.
1: We did. We had a surprise guest. We did. We talked about hunting. I actually so. pulled. The, I was actually a little worried uh, logging in to do this one because I was like, <laughs> "Oh, it's been a." Long weekend and uh, <laughs> yeah, right? a long drive. I, I was don't, like, oh, don't God. know what I'm going to talk
0: about. Yeah,
1: we, we actually pulled this one off. We did. We
0: did. Yep. So, hey, it was good talking to you. We'll talk again soon.
1: Yes, indeed. Uh, if all goes according to plan, we'll be recording the next episode after I get out of the studio. So maybe I'll have some little teasers for everybody. Oh, there you go.
0: Yeah. See if I was down there, we could get some behind the scenes stuff.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll still get that. Yeah. We got, we got, mm-hmm. we got people on site that'll still get that. All right. And by people, I mean my wife.
0: <laughs> right. Just have her send me the the videos and I'll, yes, indeed, I'll play with them and do what do what I do.
1: Yes. So. so thank y'all so much for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, all that jazz. This has been another episode of the Unlikely Brothers Podcast.
0: Thank you. Later.